My line to police work started with a stolen car and a misplaced accusation. This particular story belongs to my dad, Charles Adams II, who was in the 11th grade at North High School at the time, living in the Sumner Field housing projects on 8th and Emerson. Dad didn't love the mice and cockroaches that scurried through his mother's apartment or the drug deals and dice games taking place in the courtyards. But the people in those projects were like family. They looked out for the neighborhood kids and worked together to keep them in line. Dad recalls friends' grandmothers taking a switch to him when he occasionally misbehaved. People frequented each other's apartments, borrowing an egg here or a cup of sugar there. Kids went down to Johnny's Market for penny candy. Dad credits that life with providing perspective and a solid work ethic, even if his early focus was aimed primarily at escaping those projects. Living at Sumner Field jump-started Dad's interactions with the law at an early age. He didn't like cops, which was maybe the result of cops not liking him. When Dad was in junior high, his father, my grandfather, Charles Adams, built him a minibike. Grandpa worked as a body repairman at Anderson Cadillac in southwest Minneapolis and knew his way around a motor. That bike, one of several driven by Project Kids, wasn't exactly legal, and whenever the police spotted one, they'd confiscate it. Should a cruiser show up while Dad and his friends were roaring through the neighborhood, they'd haul ass into the heart of the projects, down ramps too narrow for cars. Neighbors, hearing sirens and the roar of minibike engines, opened their front doors, and the boys would drive straight into the closest living room. Every door would be closed before the police rounded the corner. Dad never got caught. That was small stuff. The incident that permanently shaped Dad's relationship with the police involved his brother Rodney, a year older, who at the time of this story was getting ready for his high school's senior prom. Rodney, like my dad, was a North High polar, and prom at North High was a big deal. Everybody was in on it. Rodney had his tuxedo rented and was looking sharp. He also had a special ride lined up for him and his date. Grandpa Charles was a downright artist when it came to auto body work. His side hustle was buying up wrecked cars, repairing them, and selling them in the Auto Trader magazine. He made a point of always keeping a couple around the house to drive himself, which meant that, come prom time, Rodney had access to the best ride in school, a gold 1977 Sedan DeVille with a chrome grill, a naked lady hood ornament, and a big spare hanging off the trunk. That car was so beautiful, my grandpa never sold it. <laughs> he still has it today. Well, Rodney picked up the car from his dad's place. His parents, my grandpa and grandma, were long since separated, and parked it on the street while he got ready for his big night. In Sumner Field, however, a gleaming caddy tended to stick out, especially to patrolling policemen. Next thing Rodney knew, those cops were hooking the car to a tow truck. He and my father saw it through the window and raced to the curb, shouting, That's our dad's car! The police had run the plates and got a mismatched hit. The plate number didn't match the registration. It'd have been even more maddening if they weren't right, but somehow the DMV had issued the wrong license plates when Grandpa salvaged the car from the junkyard several years earlier. None of us had any idea until that moment. Even then, though, you have to wonder why they bothered running the plates in the first place. 
The answer is easy. They didn't think a vehicle like that belonged in projects like those. All Rodney wanted was to go to the prom. As he and my dad got into it with the cops, neighbors emerged from the surrounding houses. Everybody knew that was my grandfather's car, and watching it get towed away drove them wild. The yelling got pretty intense until my grandmother came out and told her boys to knock it off. Just let them take it, she said. We'll get it back later. Rodney had to pick up his date in my grandma's car, which worked fine, but was sure as hell no sedan de vil. The cops were so standoffish that they never even explained to Rodney why they towed the car. Grandpa learned about the plate mix-up at the impound lot. That incident led to the talk that every black parent in this country has had with their kids. It's not a matter of if, but when. <laughs> 